Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode. First of all, did you guys notice that I've changed the introduction? It's basically exactly the same, but one tiny little tweak. I, confession, I don't actually listen to my own podcast really. Like I do my editing myself. So I listen to it then, but I don't, you know, when the episodes come out, go back and listen to them. I have too many podcasts that I like listening to, to be honest. And, you know, I feel like it's, it's weird to listen to myself talk. So I don't really listen to my own podcast very much apart from when I'm doing the editing. So when I was in WA, I did listen to an episode, one of the interview episodes I did with Millie and Lucy from Queens, the bridge. I listened back to that because, oh, it was so good. It was such a good episode. And I just wanted to listen to them again. So if you haven't listened to that, first of all, go back and have a listen. It's a great one. But when I was listening to it, I listened to my introduction and I realized that my introduction still said I was a certified nutrition and health coach. I changed my title (laughs) quite some time ago now, a few months ago now, at least to body image and food freedom coach, because that sums up what I do a lot more basically. But I realized that the podcast still said I was a nutrition and health coach. So awkward, my bad. Um, (laughs) that's fixed now. So now, now we're back on track. We're normal. Anyway, I'm in a really good mood today because I did Pilates this morning, my second class back after being away for most of July where, you know, the only exercise I really did was walking and then having COVID for a week. So it's my second class back. It was very sweaty, but I just love it. Like Pilates makes me so happy. Exercise makes me so happy. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to record an episode on exercise. So today that's what we're talking about. Now, a lot of my clients and a lot of people that I talk to, whether in game plan sessions, whether that's in DMs, whatever it is, a lot of people don't enjoy exercise or they can't find the motivation to exercise or, you know, they really want to do it, but they just can't seem to make themselves. That's a story I hear all the time. So like I said, it's one that I hear all the time now from clients and things like that. It's also one that I used to hear when I worked in the gym, a lot, a lot, a lot of people saying that, you know, they haven't been in in a while because of those reasons, or, you know, they'd come in and they go, Oh, I haven't been for so long. Or they'd come in and go, Oh, I don't want to be here. Like, I'm making myself be here, but I don't want to be here. And the thing is, exercise should not feel like that. Exercise shouldn't feel yuck and sticky and like a chore, like something else you have to tick off your to-do list. So I wanted to introduce you to joyful movement today, in case you haven't heard that term before. So also, it's Leo season right now, which is all about fun and pleasure and play. So it felt really appropriate to speak on that today. And if you didn't know that I froth astrology, you do now. Welcome. Hello. I love the woo. (laughs) So today I'm going to take you through, I'm going to give you some reasons why you might dislike exercise or struggle to do it. 
And then I'm going to give you a way to overcome that objection to exercise so that if this is something you want to do, you can. And I am going to just say here as well, if you don't want to exercise, that's okay. That's fine. Like you don't have to exercise. It's not like you're a bad person if you don't want to exercise, which I think is one of the messages that we probably do get a bit from the media. But you know what? If exercise is just completely not your jam, first of all, listen to this episode because I am going to speak on a bit of that. But if you are truly like, you know what? I just don't want to. I'm not going to. It's not a thing for me. That's okay. You're not like morally obligated to exercise. That's fine. You can still go live your life. That's okay. So anyway, I just thought I would just drop that in there in the beginning. Okay. So let's get into it. Now, one of the big, big, big reasons I think that people struggle to exercise, struggle to get themselves to exercise is because they have the wrong kind of association with exercise. And this is definitely something that lands for me. I think I have been there before myself and it's deaf. I think this is probably one of the biggest reasons why when people come to me, this is one of the things that is the thing that's blocking them, basically get your words out, Gemma. But <laughs> And that is the fact that the motivation or their purpose for exercise in the past has been for weight loss or been for punishment. That's not motivating. Like, working out purely to change your body to whether that is for weight loss or maybe it's for, you know, like thinking you need to be more toned or anything like that. That's not motivating. That's not inspiring. That's not exciting. So if that's your sole purpose for exercise and there's nothing else to it, of course, you're going to find it hard. Of course, you're going to find it difficult to make yourself do that because it doesn't feel good. That's doing it out of you know, hatred or dislike for your body. It's about trying to change your body and not coming at it from a place of love either. You're not exercising because you love your body. You're exercising because you think your body needs to be different or for punishment. If you are exercising because I had a call the other day with a past client and we were talking about the fact that one of her biggest things is she feels like she needs to, you know, if she has two pieces of pizza, she feels like she needs to exercise to work that off. That's not motivating that's not exciting. That doesn't make you feel good. So those things, they're not good reasons to exercise. And therefore we feel crap when that's our only motivation, when that's the only thing that's making us exercise. Of course, of course it doesn't feel good. And the other side of that is also like when it doesn't work. So as in, you know, you don't lose weight or whatever it is, or you don't put on the giant muscles you wanted or get that Instagram booty or whatever it is, then you lose motivation and you don't want to do it anymore. Cause you're like, well, it's not working. So what's the point? And I know that I've been through that stage before. I know that I have in the past. So what you need to do instead is work out because it feels good. Like that's the basic thing. That's what it comes down to. Come up with a new why for exercise, come up with a new why for moving your body Is it because it makes you feel good? Is it because you like the feeling of fitness? Is it for progress? And I'm not talking about weight progress. I'm talking about things like, you know, because you're lifting heavier or you can run further or you can move up, you know, an advancement kind of level in your class, whatever it is, bring in something that is more motivating, that is more satisfying and is not dictated by something that you can't actually control because you cannot control weight loss. You can't. So, 
that makes it a lot easier to do because it feels good. You're coming from a place of feeling good and having fun and pleasure and all of that kind of stuff. That is a much more motivating way to go about it. So following on from that, then the next reason might be you just haven't found something you enjoy yet. And I think this is very common. Like the gym is not the only option. I think I need to say here, that's what we kind of go to when we're like, oh, I need to get into exercise, better join a gym. If you like the gym, which, you know, I like the gym. Great. More power to you. That's awesome. But not everyone does. And if you're listening to this going, you know, I don't want to go to a gym. That's fine. You don't have to like, that's cool. Episode 14 as well, I will say has my tips and advice for if you are scared of the gym, but you do want to go. Like if the gym is somewhere you want to go, but you're scared, go back to episode 14, have a listen to that. It's got all my tips and all my comments on that kind of thing. So instead of pushing yourself to do something that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel like you, that doesn't match who you are, bring in joyful movement. Title of the episode. So joyful movement is finding fun and finding pleasure in movement for your unique individual self, because we're all different. What exercise, like which exercise brings me joy might not bring you joy. You might hate the idea of pole dancing, but I froth it. I think it's so much fun. So find something that suits you. So what kinds of things do you like? Do you like individual exercise or group exercise? Do you want to get sweaty or do you hate the idea of being sweaty? Do you work working out inside or outside high intensity or low intensity? Like there are so many different options and exercise doesn't have to be what you expect it to be. I suppose what you think it's going to be. Like I said, it doesn't have to just be the gym. So for me personally, right now I do pole and I do KX Pilates. Sometimes I go for walks. I dance in my house. Those are all exercise. Gardening is exercise. Yoga is exercise. Burlesque classes. One of my clients do that's exercise. Going to the gym is exercise. CrossFit's exercise. Weight, weightlifting is exercise. Walking on the beach is exercise. Walking your dog is exercise. Like find what works for you. Find something that brings you joy that you love. And you know what? Another thing here, you like give other things a try. If you've just got stuck in your head that well, no, I've always liked, you know, Pilates, but it's just not really like lighting me up right now. But no, that's like, mm, that's what I should do. I, I won't like, I won't like a gym. I would never like F45 or something like that. Give it a go. Give it a go because you might find that you actually love something that you thought you would never like. So I did that with F45 actually, which I think I've said on the podcast before. I hated the idea. I never liked group classes. I'm very much a like workout by your, well, hang on. I was very much a workout by yourself person, hated the idea of working out in front of other people. Also, I was a lot more self-conscious then struggling with my body and things. And I'm a very sweaty person. Like I've never met a person as sweaty as me. And I'm putting that challenge out there. If you think you're sweatier than me, there's not, no way. But like that used to make me a bit embarrassed. I used to be embarrassed about how red I go, that kind of stuff. So when one of my friends started being a trainer at F45 and she was like, come along, you know, come do a class. I was like, Oh, I'm going to hate this. I hate the idea. Went to one class was like, I love this. I love this so much. So I signed up and I went for like a year and a half. I think loved it, frothed it. Same thing with KX Pilates, which I'm obsessed with right now. Another person that I know again, invited me along was a trainer there and was like, come and do a class. And I was like, I'm going to hate this. I'm going to be so bad at this. Same thing. One class was like, I'm obsessed. I love this. I love this so much. So now apparently I am a group fitness person, despite the fact that I like saying I'm still an individual person. 
Now I only do group exercise. There you go. I've just had a realization. But speaking of maybe like group exercise, you could join a team. Like you could do sport like we did before. You know, maybe you want to play footy. Maybe you want to play netball, basketball, golf even. Like whatever. Do something that lights you up. Find something that suits you. And it becomes so much more joyful. It becomes so much more wonderful and exciting and motivating. Another reason why you might struggle to do exercise is because you've made it into a big thing in your head. And I reckon this is something that happens to a lot of us, particularly if you're someone who used to exercise, because this is a story I hear all the time. I used to be so into the gym. I loved it. I, you know, or I used to be a group fitness instructor even like loved it, loved the gym so much, loved exercise so much. But then X, Y, Z happened. And now I cannot get back into it. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. All the time I hear this story. All the time. And I get it. I get it. It's just that you've made it into this massive thing in your head. So a lot of the time we think, you know, well, if I start an exercise routine or program, it's like you think you have to work out then five days a week for, you know, an hour a day or half an hour a day even. And that's where your mind goes. And it feels like this big mountain that you have to overcome to start. It just sounds hard. So you're like, no, no, I can't make my, like, I can't make myself do it. I can't make my brain do it because it feels hard. It feels sticky. It feels yuck. You don't want to. So my solution for that is baby steps. All you need to do is take that first tiny step, tiny baby step. Think of something you can do and go 10 times smaller. That's what I like to do. So for example, I have a client currently and she's got a real block around exercise at the moment. Same exactly what I said, just basically just before is that she wants, really wants to get back into exercise, but she just can't make herself do it and hasn't been able to make herself do it for a really long time. So last fortnight in our coaching session, I said, all right, this fortnight, you need to move your body for 10 minutes, not 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes, the entire fortnight. I was like, there's literally nothing stopping you for moving your body for just 10 minutes in the entire fortnight. Like, and that can be anything that could be going for a walk. That could be, you know, doing a YouTube workout, like whatever it is, I don't care. Just do that. She emailed me this morning to say that she's done heaps of walking in the last fortnight. And this is the thing. It's that first step. It's taking that pressure off yourself. You don't have to go all out. You don't have to do heaps. Just take that first little step and the next steps become easier and easier and easier and easier. I've got another example of that. Another client that I worked with, same deal. She used to be a runner, loved running, had not been able to get herself to run in about five years from memory, couldn't get herself to do it. And she just had this massive block around it. So same deal, baby steps. I said to her, okay, I want you to go for a walk, just one walk, not a run. And you can walk, you know, however long you want, basically go for a walk. Cause she just moved to a new city and she's saying, I'm loving walking around. I was like, cool, go for a walk and then run for a hundred meters. That's it. And then you have to stop. You're not allowed to run more than a hundred meters. That's it. And she was like, oh no, but like I used to be able to run, you know, five K's or 10 K's or whatever it was. And I was like, nope, hundred meters. It's all you're allowed to do. And she's like, oh, cool. But like, you know, if I feel like doing more, I'm like, nope, hundred <laughs> meters. That's it. So that's what she did. And then the next time it was, okay, now you're allowed to run for, you know, 200 meters or 500 meters or whatever it was within like a week, I think from memory, two weeks, she was running five Ks again and she was loving it. Like that's what happens. You get over that initial hurdle and it just becomes so much easier. It becomes, and I'm not saying that if you've never run before, you can be able to run five Ks in a week. Cause no, sorry. Well, I mean, unless 
you're one of those freaks of nature who is amazing at running. Personally, cannot relate. But (laughs) yeah, small changes lead to big changes, basically. Baby steps lead to the big changes. And also, every little bit counts. This isn't saying that you have to get to the, you know, five, like I said, five days a week, an hour a day kind of thing. Exercise can be something that you do once a week. Exercise can be something that you do for 10 minutes a day. Like, and that's okay. If you never graduate to doing more, that's fine too. Every little bit counts. You're still doing better than before. So that's not something to, you know, turn your nose up at. That's great. Another reason why you might dislike exercise or struggle to do it is because you've got a story around exercise and you've got beliefs attached to it. So this can be one of the harder ones to kind of work through on your own. This can be something that can be easier to work through with a coach or something like that, but it's also something that I think comes up a lot. So the, what, have a think, like, what are the stories when you think exercise, what do you think of? Or what are the excuses you're making or the things that you're telling yourself about why you can't just go and exercise right now? Why you can't walk out that door and go for a walk? What are the stories? What's coming up for you? And also sometimes just the word itself, the word exercise itself can be a bit of a block for people, can be a bit of a story. Like you might have the connotation of exercise that exercise is difficult. Exercise is a chore. Just interrupting this episode, but it's with a freebie, so I'm sure you'll forgive me. On Wednesday, 29th of May, I am hosting a free online masterclass called Beat the Binge. Come along to uncover the root cause of your binge eating and get my top four strategies to stop so that the only binging you do is on Netflix every Friday night. You can join me live for a Q&A after the masterclass and everyone who registers will get the replay recording delivered straight to their inbox. You'll also receive an epic workbook to support you on your journey to stop binging and to help you put everything into practice. I can also promise that this event will be 100% pitch free. It is all about the value and you will find no gatekeeping of the information from me. So are you in? Hit the link in the show notes to register now. Something like that. I know that I've definitely had that in the past. So if exercise itself just gives you that like feeling in your body, try changing it. I, I did this actually, when I went through a stage of just like, Oh, exercise, I changed it. I started calling it training and it felt so much more motivating to go to the gym and say, yeah, I'm training. Cause that's more like, yeah, I'm training for something. I sound like a ninja or something. That's fun. Or maybe you call it just like working out or movement or now I actually, I don't say training anymore. Now I say I'm moving my body. My movement today was going to Pilates. My movement today was pole. I moved my body today. That's what I say. And that feels good for me. That sounds nice to me. That sounds like it's an act of self-love and self-care. Like I get like I'm sitting here with my hand on my heart right now. Like I get a warm feeling in my chest when I think moving my body. When I think exercise, it's like, it sounds to me, it sounds like kind of almost clinical and like, yeah, exactly that. It's like something you tick off a to-do list. That's what I get. You might be completely different, but that's just, yeah, that's where my mind goes. So have a think about that. Have a think about how those different words feel for you. Now, another thing that stops people, and I think this is a really, really big one a lot of the time, is fear of judgment. I think a lot of people are afraid to maybe go to a gym or, you know, go for a walk in public even sometimes, particularly if you're not in a body that fits the beauty standards. I know this can be an issue for a lot of people. Fear that, you know, someone's going to look at you, someone's going to judge you, someone's going to say something or someone's going to think something. 
And that's, I get that. That's, it's hard. It's an, it's an awful feeling, but the fact is 99% of the time, nobody's looking at you. Nobody is looking at you, particularly, you know, like from working in a gym, this is something I always got people coming in going, Oh, I'm just, I'm scared. You know, people are going to judge me or people are going to, you know, think whatever about me. But the fact is they're looking at themselves like people in a gym, most of the time are worrying about what they look like or worrying about what they're doing. They don't care about Sally over there in the corner doing her lunges. Like they don't care. They're focusing on themselves and what they're doing in the gym. And I'm not going to say that there is no one on earth who does judge other people and that those experiences aren't valid when it does happen because it does happen. You know what? It does. I have heard stories, you know, but it's not common. That's the biggest thing. Like 99% of the time, everyone is fine. 99% of people are not going to be judging you. But you know what? If they are, A, they're a jerk. (laughs) Like, Sorry, but if you're sitting there judging someone else in the gym, you're a jerk and you need to work on that. (laughs) But also like people who do that, they've got their own issues. Like how sad for them. How sad if you're in a gym and someone makes a comment about you or something like, you know, that person has obviously got their own body issues if they're commenting on your body. And I spoke about that the other week in the episode about commenting on other people's bodies, but like, it's hard, but showing compassion for that, recognizing that it's not about you, it's about them. And yeah, showing compassion for that or calling them an asshole in your head. That's another one too. (laughs) And also noting that like, you don't have to take that judgment on board. If someone does judge you or someone does make a comment about you, like you don't have to take that as fact. Like why do we live our lives based on that minuscule minority of people who, you know, do judge or who are assholes or make bad comments when those aren't people that we have any respect for, or we don't trust their judgment. Like why does someone who, you know, yells a comment from a passing car, why does that person get, why do we trust that person's opinion more than our own? or trust that the way that person sees the world or feels about people is right. And you're wrong. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that we live that life. Like they're clearly assholes if they're doing that. And yet we don't do the things that we want to do because of them. If you're letting this fictional person who may make a comment or may judge you, hold you back from doing something you want to do. Like when you really break it down, that's wild. It's wild that we do that. And, you know, if you are doing that, like no judgment, because hello, I've also done that too. But yeah, just really kind of think about it. And look, if you are really uncomfortable working out in public, just do something at home. Like there are so many workouts on YouTube, on Instagram. There's great, like cheap home exercise gear. You can get Kmart does it now. Like use wine bottles as dumbbells. That's what I did during COVID. It was great. Loved it very different to the weight I was lifting at the gym, but you know, it's something, like I said before, it's something, or I know someone who got like a mini trampoline in her house and she bounces on the trampoline and watches movies or something like that from memory. Like how cool that's exercise. That's fun. That's something different. So basically if you are worried about judgment, like don't let those people hold you back from living the life that you want to live. That is my big message there. And then the last reason that I want to talk about is you might be stuck in a rut and that's okay. That happens. I think it happens to all of us. Like you're not going to, you know, start doing one type of exercise and then do that one thing for the rest of your life. Most likely because our tastes change. And if you're feeling unmotivated by something that you have loved previously, try something else. 
So I did that not that long ago. I spoke about it on the podcast before I quit the gym. I've gone like I love and I still I still do love the gym, but I was just getting a bit bored of lifting weights. And I was like, you know what? I'm I was doing one Pilates class a week and I'd started poles doing that once a week. I was like, you know what? I would rather do three Pilates classes a week and do pole more often. Now I've got a pole in my house. Like do something that lights you up. To be honest, walking kind of bores me now. I used to love walking. I would walk every single day. A lot of the time, unless I can like go somewhere fun, it bores me. Because if I walk out the front of my house, like I just, eh, I live on like one long street. It doesn't excite me anymore. So if I want to walk, I need to go somewhere different. And you know what? A lot of the time now I don't really have time to do that. I don't have, you know, two hours to drive somewhere and then do a big walk and then come back. So it's okay. It's okay if the things that did light you up don't anymore. Change it up. Find something that lights you up. Find something fun. Like I want to do more dancing kind of stuff now, like just at home because I'm an awful dancer, but like just, you know, YouTube dance workouts. That's a fun time. That gets me out of a rut. Like that lights me up. So think about that. If you are feeling in a rut, try something different, mix it up, get out of your comfort zone and do something else. That is all of my tips. Hopefully you guys find them helpful. If you've got any others though, if you've got something else that you feel like is blocking you, send me a message. I would love to talk about it with you, or maybe we can even talk about it on the podcast. Well, I say we, you know, you probably don't want to come on the podcast unless you do. Let's have a chat. But the last thing I want to leave you with is fitness is for everyone. Movement is for everyone. You don't have to wait until you look or feel a certain way before you can take part in something that's so wonderful for your physical and mental health. Like don't hold yourself back because of this idea of what you should do or you should look like or anything like that. You guys know how I feel about the shoulds. Just start, just start. It's for you. It's meant for you. Do what feels good for you. So maybe now you're all like, okay, I could start. I'm feeling a bit motivated. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a challenge, just a free little challenge. So next week, if you're listening to this live, starting on the 8th of August, Monday, the 8th, I'm going to run a joyful movement challenge over on my Instagram. So come and join me. I'm going to every single day of the week, I'm going to post a photo or a video of me participating in some kind of joyful movement, just to show you that like, it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be just one thing. And it doesn't have to be what you typically think of when you think of exercise. I'm actually going to be away for three days with my family during that. So I'm going to have to get creative, I think, with my joyful movement. It'll be fun. So come and join me. Take a photo of yourself participating in your favorite joyful movement and then share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at inspire underscore underscore wellness. And let's like spread this idea of joyful movement. Let's get more people involved and come and move your body with me for a week. It'll be like working out with a friend. I am super keen. I hope you guys are too, but that's it. That's it for this week. I hope you found that helpful. Come join me next week. And my Instagram is linked in the show notes as well. And I will, I'll see you guys in the next episode.